Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Mark, Mark chapter number 3. Mark chapter number 3. We're working through the Bible here. Mark chapter number 3. We'll begin our reading tonight in uh, verse number 7. In verse number 7, a little context. Uh, We studied this morning and saw what uh, Jesus had done. He healed that man. Uh, with a withered hand and looked on those Pharisees in anger and a grieved heart. And then the Pharisees went away and uh, tried to make a pact with the Herodians that they might destroy him. Well, we'll find out here in a minute that their efforts did not affect the following and the thronging crowd and the effective ministry that God had given and God was doing through his own son, Jesus Christ, And the Bible says in verse number 7, But Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, and from Galilee, and from Jerusalem, and from Idumea, and from beyond Jordan, and they about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, when they had heard what great things he did, came unto him. And he spake to his disciples that a small ship should wait on him because of the multitude, lest they should throng him. For he had healed many, insomuch that they pressed upon him for the for to touch him as many as had plagues. And unclean spirits, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. And he straightly charged them that they should not make him known. And he goeth up into a mountain and calleth on him whom he would, And they came unto him, and he ordained twelve that they should be with him, and that he might send them forth to preach, and to have power to heal sicknesses, and to cast out devils. We come to a portion of Christ's ministry where Jesus ordains his disciples. Uh, The issue at hand is the work of God was expanding, and Jesus being God's Son, God in the flesh, had power like God, but he instituted uh, the working of men and women and people in the work of the Lord. And tonight's message is simply titled this, The Work of God Needs Godly Workers. The Work of God Needs Godly Workers. I've said this many times, and I'll say it again. I don't know exactly why God chose to use feeble men and women like us to do his work, but he has. Uh, I don't know why that he chose to institute the Great Commission the way that he did, but he did, and it's right, and it's the way God's designed it, and I love it. And we have the opportunity to serve God. And the work of God needs godly workers. Two points tonight, very simple as we study this portion of Scripture together. The first point is this, the work of God. The work of God. Now, it's an interesting time. Uh, the work that God is doing, the work that Jesus is doing here on earth in this portion of Scripture 
It's flourishing and thriving. And I'll just tell you, when you see people's lives change, uh, it draws a crowd. It draws a crowd. Now, the truth of the matter is, and this is emphasized over and over again, even in these portions of Scripture, the crowd of people that were following Jesus were looking for some type of temporary earthly uh, satisfaction. And uh, Jesus was healing folks, no doubt. But the healing had a purpose. The greater purpose was that folks would come to saving the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel and the message of sins forgiven and everlasting life and the kingdom of heaven was more important than the healing of men. But the healing of men was a sign and, and a testimony and proof to the Jews that Jesus was who he said he was. And when God begins to work in people's hearts, crowds will gather and opportunities exist. It's wonderful uh, to see how God's working. And this is a busy time. And Jesus was a man like we are. He was tired. And there were there were times when he needed to just get away a minute. And the Bible actually, in referring to God's work, we remember these these exchanges in this uh, in Mark chapter number three, the very beginning here. The exchanges with the withered hand and the Pharisees, the angry look, uh, the the grieving heart. Just before that, uh, more folks being healed and and cared for by the Savior. And before that, more folks being healed and cared for by the Savior. And the truth of the matter is, it was time for Jesus to get away just a little bit. But he had a problem. (laughs) He wasn't able to get away. The multitude followed him. And the work of God, it was grueling work. The Bible says in verse number 7, Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea. He withdrew himself. He had to get away for a minute. And a great multitude from Galilee followed him and from Judea. It was a growing work. Look at what the Bible says. A multitude from Galilee followed him and a multitude from Judea. In the multitude there was folks from Judea. Verse number 8, you see this? The Bible says, and from Jerusalem and from Idumea. And from beyond Jordan, and they about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, when they had heard what great things he did, came unto him. What was going on in Christ's ministry? It was growing. It was growing. And there was a lot to do and a lot to accomplish. And there was work that needed to be cared for. In the growing work, there was a great multitude. All these people. The more people you have, the more work that is involved. But the work's worthy, and it was a growing it was a growing work. The ministry of the Lord Jesus was growing, and Jesus beginning his plan to uh, to perpetuate the gospel and perpetuate the church in this growing ministry had a plan in the grueling work and uh, a growing work, a great multitude, many nations. Look at all these nations that are represented. Uh, the folks there that Jesus was dealing with in verse number 6. They thought, if we can get with the Herodians, we can slow this thing down. They were wrong. God was at work. And people were representative from Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, beyond Jordan, Tyre, Sidon, great multitudes from all these places. Everybody all around. There was people from all around that area represented there. They'd heard about Jesus and great multitudes of people were at work. It was a... It was the work of God. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful work of God. Many nations. It actually uh, began to change a little bit. I thought this was quite interesting, uh, what Jesus commands the disciples to do. The ministry was taking on a new 
identity and there were some new things that needed to be done, some things that had never been done before. Look what Jesus asked for in verse number uh, verse number 9. And he spake to his disciples that a small ship should wait on him because of the multitude, lest they should throng him. What was happening? Jesus, for the first time that I know in this portion of Scripture, asked that some object be introduced and entered into the ministry. There was a need for something. Uh, one other time, we see Jesus get into a ship, and he, he launches out just a little bit. And folks, they, there was a crowd of people, multitude of people that had gathered together, and, and the uh, people who understand sound and sound waves, they say Jesus and his, uh, and his omniscience, all-knowing, uh, being God knew that if he backed up a little bit on that water, the sound waves would carry across the across the water, and the people would hear. I believe every bit of it. I think it's wonderful. He had a plan, but God said, "Hey, look, I need a boat." You know, you if if Jesus needs a boat, you know what else he needs? He needs somebody to take care of that boat. He needs somebody to purchase that boat. He needs somebody to fetch it for. Him. He needs somebody in that boat that's holding it so that that boat's there when he needs it. What was Jesus' concern? He said, these throngs of people, they're pushing, trying to touch me. And that's fine. And he wanted to heal them. He wanted to help them. So these people are pushing me. He said, and we need a boat. He said, somebody get a small ship and take care of it. And the growing work of the Lord needed some new things and needed some new equipment and needed some tools to make the ministry more effective. Uh, and I want to look at I look at the things we have as a church. These are tools. What's the purpose? We have all kinds of tools, and they're necessary, and they're wonderful. Uh, but our tools, and when the work of the Lord is growing, thriving, there's a great multitude in many nations and a small ship. And a little bit later, at the conclusion of this portion of Scripture, the Bible says in verse number 19, And Judas Iscariot, he's listed off the disciples, which also betrayed him. And they went into a house. When he had named off his disciples, guess what they did? They went to a house. And they had they had to do their work. There was Somebody had to prepare the house. What I'm trying to say is there was a growing work, and it involved all kinds of different things. It involved all kinds of different things. And the growing work, the work of God, was grueling and growing. But I want you to see something that's wonderful. It was effective. You see, it was worth it. The work that had to be accomplished and was being accomplished and was being done and committed by the people was worth it. It was worth it. To go get that ship. Why? Because the preaching of the gospel was changing the lives of men and women and boys and girls. It was worth it. The grueling task because the preaching of the gospel was changing the lives of men and women and boys and girls. It was effective. Look what's going on. The Bible gives us an insight into what, into, into how effective this ministry that Jesus was doing, uh, was how effective it was. Verse 10. He says, for he had healed many, insomuch that they pressed upon him for to touch him, as many as had plagues. Guess what happened? There were throngs of people trying to get to Jesus, and when they got to him, they were being healed. Folks, I don't believe that a healing ministry to this day exists. I don't think there's preachers that have healing power. 
to lay hands on people and heal them of sickness. I believe that God heals people, and I'm for it. I'm praying for healing in certain folks even right now. But I'll tell you something, I believe with my whole heart. I believe with my whole heart that Jesus is the answer for hurting, sin-sick people. I think Jesus, and I know Jesus is the answer, and the Word of God is the answer for broken homes and hurt Christians and lost people. I believe that if we can get people to Jesus, it'll change everything. Change everything. And these folks were coming to Jesus, and the ministry that Jesus was doing, it was effective. There were multitudes of people pressing Him, trying to get to Him, people with plagues, and God was healing, and God was working. It was a wonderful, growing ministry and work that God had given, and God was doing. Verse number 11, the Bible says, And unclean spirits, when they saw Him, (laughs) fell down before Him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. What was going on? There was no denying the unclean spirits, demon activity in the land. When they saw what was going on around Christ, and they saw Jesus, they just fell down before Him. They fell down before Him and cried, Thou art the Son of God. It's wonderful. The work was worthy. The work was wonderful. And I know that the work of God a grueling work, a growing work, an effective, worthy, life-changing work is possible and is even happening in our church. And there's other churches that God is at work and lives are being changed and souls are being saved and families are being rescued. God is at work. Oh, it's wonderful. The work of God in our church Sometimes the days get long. Sometimes there's growing pains and issues that have to be dealt with. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com. Or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.